This podcast is brought to you by BrunerAcademy.com, your online resource for the best public speaking, presentation, storytelling skills courses. Become a rock star communicator in any setting. Visit BrunerAcademy.com. Throughout the pandemic, we've heard a lot of stories about people finding ways to pivot. And today's story is no exception. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Live Your Best Life with Liz Bruner. I'm Liz, and I'm happy to introduce you to a woman who is a former professional beach volleyball player, the founder and CEO of the fastest-growing on-demand fitness and wellness program for kids and families, and, oh, by the way, if she wasn't busy enough, she's also a mother of three children. Larissa Maloney, welcome to my podcast. Thanks for having me, Liz. You are now an entrepreneur, having started an online subscription service called Active Kids 2.0. And it all started at your kitchen table. You were a PE teacher at a local high school. And because of the pandemic, your school's principal, like many around the world, forced a major change in how you were going to teach PE to all of your students. And you only had a weekend to pivot. Tell me what happened. I am telling you, I literally had a weekend to pivot. When my principal told me on the Friday, we're going virtual, you guys have to figure it out. I probably just blacked out like I blanked. I was like, wait, what? What are we doing? (laughs) I literally sat at my kitchen table and I said, how am I going to teach personal fitness virtually and still have it be fun for my kids? And that was the number one priority for me have it fun and have it engaging. Yeah. Just like you said, I sat at my kitchen table. I wrote a whole bunch of stuff down and everything that I wrote down was just boring, boring, (laughs) boring, boring. Even to you, huh? (laughs) You know, if it was boring to me, of course, my teenagers and my classes were going to find it boring. So I said, you know what? How about I go live? My husband built a gym for me in our garage and When I go live, the kids will be able to see me and they'll still have that connection to me. So it wasn't me just throwing a whole bunch of stuff at him and saying, you know, complete this and let me know how you do kind of thing. I wanted to still be in front of them. So that's what I did. I went into my home gym on Monday morning. I told a couple of teacher friends and they asked, can my kids join too? And I said, yes, please, please. (laughs) I know. Well, I don't know how it's going to go, but you know, you guys can join if you want. That's what I did. Monday morning came and I started the workout. In the beginning, I'm not going to lie, there were probably about 10 kids on. And I said, this isn't going to go well. After I finished my warm up, all of a sudden, you know, I looked, you can look at your computer and see your numbers live on YouTube. And then all of a sudden it grew from 10 to 50 to 100. And literally before I started my first set of exercises, it went all the way up to 7,000 wow. in my first live. 7,000. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What was going through your mind as you saw the numbers going up and up and up when you didn't even know if anybody would log on? Honestly, Liz, it was, wait, are you guys here for me? Like, is this a mistake? What is going on with the algorithm for YouTube? <laughs> like, what is going on? But yeah, I went after it and literally, yeah, 25 minutes went by and it went by quick. It was amazing. Wow. You mentioned that you were working with teenagers. So you're talking like 14 to 18 year olds. And that's a tough crowd. How did you get them engaged and and virtually no less? It is a tough crowd. And 
just like my classes, I try to keep my energy up because once your energy dips, that's when their energy dips. I had to do things that were interesting and fun. I wanted to make it, you know, fun for them and not just, here we are, we're going to do 10 push-ups now and you guys get on the ground and do 10 push-ups. No, I had to make it fun. I had to make it challenging. So at the end of every workout, I challenged them with something different. And I use pros in my videos because we did a couch to 15 or something like that where you challenge the pros. So I always did a challenge at the end of every workout. And I know how competitive my high schoolers were. Oh, that's great. (laughs) I would try to beat the pro. They would try to beat me in the pro. So we always had to keep it engaging and challenging for each workout. You know, it's so interesting. And I, I say this all the time to the clients that I work with who have to do presentations, you know, virtually. When you're in person, obviously you feed off of the energy that you get when you're in the classroom, when you're in the gym, you're feeding off of that energy when you're in person. But virtually, you have to create 100% of that energy and then some in order to keep people feeling engaged. And that's a really tricky concept for a lot of people, but it sounds like you figured that piece out. Yeah, I I really did. I, you know what, I even, because you mentioned before, I have three kiddos. So on Wednesdays, I would bring my kiddos into the workout with me. Oh, awesome. Okay. He was five at the time. And you know how five-year-olds are. There's, <laughs> They're squiggly. You, you, well, you have no idea what's going to happen. Every week, it was something different. I, I just went with it and we just had a blast. So throughout the workouts, we would incorporate superheroes in it. We would incorporate, you know, monster moves in it. It was a dance challenge at the end. I love it. It was so fun. And my kids had a blast and so did I. You know, what's interesting too, I think when we were first talking, you said not only did you get your students involved and then because you were bringing your kids involved, you had the moms and the dads and even the grandparents of some of these families of your students joining in. And then you were doing all these shout outs to each one when you would see them. They must have loved that. Oh my goodness. And it was crazy because I was getting emails. I was getting... Facebook and Instagram messages saying, my teacher said we're doing this, but can you shout us out in the video? Can you say our names? And it it became this thing. Every video that I did, I was shouting out someone new. And so they were doing it at home with grandma, grandpa. So I would be shouting out Granny Lizzie doing the workout with you, you know? So great. Well, now Active Kids 2.0 has morphed into this huge program you know, you first started with the high school students and the teachers and then the families that got involved. And now you have brick and mortar school programs and you've even added working out with corporations. How does all that work, Larissa? I've just gone with the flow of it. It's transformed into something different Well, really expanded as the weeks have gone on. So at first we were working with kids at home and the families. And now, yes, we are working with schools and schools use our program for their curriculum, which is super cool. The elementary schools use it as well. They use it for brain breaks. They Mm -hmm. use it for if the kids need to get all of those jitters out in the beginning of the day, they'll use it for that. And corporations use it to work with their families. Well, the people that work for them that have families and they give their employees memberships. Oh, that's wonderful. Let's talk about those memberships and those subscriptions that you have. And what kind of classes are you offering? Initially, it was just sort of in your gym and doing some workout stuff, but you've added a whole series of other fitness type programs. Share with us what those are all about. When I say expand, it really has expanded. 
we not only do the cardio and strength that I was doing, we now have dance classes, karate classes, ballet, we do yoga, we do hip hop, karate, it's all within our program. It's really geared towards ages three to 18. So anyone can do it. Awesome. And this was all really happening at a very pivotal personal time in your life as well, where you felt like you really didn't want to miss out on the milestones of your kids. And of course, starting any business at any time is never easy. But doing this really afforded you that opportunity to, I don't want to say be a stay-at-home mom, but to be able to be there for your kids. How's that all working out? That was really important for me. I have three kiddos. I really made it a priority to watch them develop, especially at a young age, because we don't get that time back. Right. Number three came along. This business really exploded overnight. I wanted to make it a priority to be able to stay home with them. And then I had this Active Kids 2.0 business <laughs> that allowed me to do that. So when you, you think about fate and divine timing and things like that, this is exactly that. And this business allows me to see every little milestone with my little one. And he's almost four months now and he just rolled over the other day. Oh. The other day so <laughs> Exciting moments, right? It really is. Did you ever imagine during the days that you were traveling around the world on the pro volleyball tour that you would one day become a businesswoman, an entrepreneur? There's no cookie cutter for me. And it's never been like that. And anything that I have a passion for, where I feel that pure joy, I go after. Mm. The pro volleyball tour, volleyball has been a part of my life since I was 13, 14 years old. I just went after that because I knew I knew I could do it. Yeah. Volleyball, that transition of working with kids and coaching kids, that just lit me up. I followed that path, keeping kids healthy and thriving and fitness. It's always been following the path that has brought me joy. And that's made a change in the world, too. Well, I do know you, you talk about volleyball from the time you were 13, but athletics in general, you know, have been such a big part of your life, even at the young age of six years old, where you were playing basketball. And there was a time where you, you believed that you were going to be the first NBA female player out there. <laughs> so how did you go from basketball and track and to your dream of going from basketball to playing on the pro volleyball tour? How did all that come about? I grew up in an extremely competitive household. <laughs> Both of my parents played uh, sports growing up. My brother went to college to play basketball, and he's a, a big-time basketball coach now, state championship basketball coach. Yeah, I really thought I was going to be the first girl in the NBA because I just worked. I worked my tail off in basketball, <laughs> and I was good at it, and I played with all boys growing up. So I was like, okay, I'm doing this. One summer when I was 13, my mom, she thought, man, you're playing a lot of basketball. I bet you're getting burned out. And I was like, no, I'm not getting burned out. This is something that I love. And she said, you know what? Let's just put you into something else to see if you're going to like it. And she told me about volleyball. I literally said, what's volleyball? I really? had no idea. We, yeah, we oh, didn't wow. watch it. I've never seen a game or anything. And she said, let's try it. I'm going to stick you into a University of Florida camp. My mom was go big or go home. She wasn't going <laughs> to stick me into a little rec league. She literally stuck me into the best program in the, in the country. I happened to fall in love with the sport. And I happened to fall in love with those athletes at University of Florida. They had a passion for the game that I haven't seen before. And especially as a female. Yeah. 
What did you love about the game? What was it about volleyball that just suddenly clicked for you? It was something that I wasn't good at. Oh. I wasn't good at it. It didn't come natural to me at all. And that challenge made me appreciate the sport and it made me say, okay, this is something that I'm not good at, but guess what? I'm going to be good at it one day. I love that approach, that optimism. So you end up on the pro volleyball tour. Is that where you met your husband? Am I remembering correctly? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) It just makes me laugh because he is a horrible volleyball player. <laughs> he, he is actually a former professional soccer player. Oh, so another athlete in the family. Your kids have no choice yes. now. They're going to be athletes, right? <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. My goodness. Well, what started out as this motivational morning workout for your high school students has now blossomed into this worldwide community. And you've even added additional fitness instructors because you have all these different opportunities, boxing, karate, yoga, gymnastics, hip hop, toddler time, strength, cardio, everything that you're offering. Where did you find the people to join you on this journey? I literally hired them from all over the country. Mm. Our karate coach, she's from Puerto Rico. One of our cardio coaches, she's from Texas. Our yoga coach, she's all the way in Washington. So they're really all over the country. And you know what? The way I vet them, the way I get them on board is, well, they have to pass this test. And that test is from my five and seven-year-old. My five and seven-year-old, right? They will do the workout. And if they can sit there and they're having fun, and if they're engaged for the whole time, the whole 20 to 25 minutes, then I say, Okay, you got my kids to be engaged. They're having fun. They love it. Okay, you're hired. That's the litmus test, right? That's <laughs> the kids. It. That I is it. That. Yeah. You are certainly a busy CEO. You've got three kids. You're running a business. And a lot of people always try to figure out that concept of balance in life if there really is such a thing. What's your philosophy on that? My philosophy is there is no such thing as balance. Yeah. <laughs> There really isn't. It's really like the juggle. But once you find your groove, I'm very into structure as well. I plan everything out. I have my planner. I even have my planner in front of me right now. With kids, they really thrive within routine. Yeah, structure. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. And so do I. Everything we do, it's not, you know, planned fun. I can't say that. Mm -hmm. But I make sure I put the time in with my kiddos. So Mm -hmm. I structure that time. When they get home from school, I really spend that two hours. I put everything away. That TV goes off and we spend that time together. We Mm -hmm. do their homework. We have that active time out, you know, outside. And I really make sure that I am present within the moment, whatever I'm doing. So if that's work, if that's me talking to you on this podcast, this is all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I make sure I'm present and it's really structured throughout my day. What is your definition of living your best life? Oh, that's a beautiful question. That goes with what I just said before is yeah. being present in the moment and finding joy in the little things. Mm-hmm. That's been really, really important to me. As of late, I actually just lost two grandparents due to COVID. Oh, so sorry. I really have taken that loss to heart and it's really transformed my life in finding joy in little things. Mm -hmm. 
taking those little things out and just finding joy because you never know, you know, you never know when it's going to be your last day, appreciating those moments that you have with your kids, appreciating those small wins that you have within your business and appreciating those moments that you have with your husband and your family and really, really just loving them and and, loving your people. Beautifully said. What is the next chapter for Active Kids 2.0? What's what's the goal? What's the dream? I would say I'm a very creative person. So I'm always adding new things into the program. Most recently, I just added active recipes. So recipes that the kids can do at home and their healthy recipes that they can do with their families. I've added in active coloring pages because kids love to color. Active Kids 2.0 It's just going to get bigger and bigger and adding these new things are really exciting to me. I've added sports classes too, volleyball, basketball, and soccer. So those are things that I'm super excited about. And are you still doing this all virtually or are you trying to have like a hybrid type of a situation? It's still all virtual now because of COVID. I am not going to get in person just yet, but I do have plans for next summer to do an active kids camp. Oh, this is a whole curriculum. This is just expanded probably beyond what your, your wildest dreams from when you were at your kitchen table all those years ago now. Oh my goodness, completely. Folks, if you'd like more information on Larissa and her amazing fitness programs, just go to activekids2.com. That's activekids2.com. And we will have a link for that website in our show notes. Larissa, it's been so great to have you on the show today. Thank you for being here and sharing with us how you made such an important pivot in your life. I think it's very important for people to hear stories like yours to know that they can do it too. Thanks so much for having me, Liz. I appreciate it so much. And thanks to all of you who are listening around the world. May all the stories that you hear on this podcast inspire you to know that you can create the life of your dreams and live out your best life too. Until next time, be well. This podcast is brought to you in part by Fast Twitch Media, helping people tell their stories and giving them worldwide reach. The future is in the cloud and Fast Twitch Media can take you there. Be your best digital self. Check out Fast Twitch Media dot space.